Hey everyone, it's Alethea Uwuku, host of the Echoes of Her Heart podcast, where you can find discussions centered on cultivating biblical womanhood and a Christ-centered and focused life. This podcast is created for women of all ages. Hey lady, thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about female romantic idealization. I know it's a little bit of a tongue twister, but it's such a deep topic that has really touched me. I first came across this phrase in a book that I was reading. And as I read it, it really struck home to me in many ways because I've experienced it in my life previously and even currently now. How can we find balance when it comes to female romantic idealization? What is that phrase? What does it mean anyway? And how does it apply to our relationships? See, as women, we tend to spend more time romantically idealizing how we want our relationships and our lives to be like. I can vividly remember sitting in front of the TV at a young age watching Disney, watching Nickelodeon and just thinking to myself, oh my goodness, what an incredible life these princesses live. Um, I can't wait for my own knight in shining armour to come and whisk me away from this dull and boring life that I'm living and take me into this beautiful life full of luxury, full of travel, full of adventure, full of romance, full of love, full of everything incredible that I could ever think of. Have you had this experience yourself? From a young age, we are groomed by Disney. Even though it doesn't feel like it at that age, we are groomed by the television and other films and experiences in life to desire a fairy tale life. This can be very one-sided and it doesn't really paint a picture of the other side of life, which is the true reality of life. And I found myself in a strange place because female romantic idealization had taken over my thought process and my expectations in my own life. And at some point, it was, it seemed as though I was placing that much higher in my list of priorities and personal desires, especially when it came to my own relationships with my family as well as my husband. I was projecting my romanticism and my ideals onto others and these desires can be very very unrealistic and in the case of my marriage it placed a lot of pressure on my poor husband to try to live up to a fantasy and fairy tale life standard that I desired and so my conversations with him a lot of them were revolved around my expectations um, and how I desired to have constant conversations looking into each other's eyes every waking moment of the day trips to restaurants trips abroad going to the cinema dancing buying gifts and flowers you know all of these wonderful incredible things that make you feel so loved and so wanted and so cherished and so amazing and affirmed as a woman what I didn't realize was that I was projecting these ideals onto my relationship and almost forcing the hand of my husband to try to create this life for me now I I guess I should insert a 
some kind of disclaimer here to say that there is absolutely nothing wrong with romance in relationship. I mean, God is the ultimate romancer and he is the ultimate lover of our souls. When I read the word and I, and I, and I see the imagery and the language that he uses, this, you know, displaying and, 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 and expressing his love for Israel, for us, for the church, for, for his people, you just see that the Bible is full of so many illustrations and examples of how God is love. And so his love permeates our hearts and causes us to love him. And so romance and love is is pretty much from beginning to end of the word. And so it is something that isn't unbiblical. However, the source needs to be checked not from the bible i'm talking about from uh, from us when we feel ourselves being overcome by this kind of train of thought and desire the source ought to be checked because romantic idealization can be very self-focused so aside from the biblical love and pursuit of romance and displaying god's love through romance romantic idealization focuses on the self how can i feel more gratified how can i feel more assured in my relationship how can i feel as though we are doing amazing things and our relationship is is going places and it's exciting and it's not making me bored we notice instantly sometimes in our relationships when we don't receive as many compliments as we used to and I remember commenting to my husband recently about how I was bored not necessarily with him but it was more that you know we were at home as if I didn't even have things to do I had so many things to do but I was I was projecting this image of what I wanted us to be doing in that moment and because we weren't doing that moment I had concluded that our life was boring and we weren't doing this and we weren't going here and all of these things that I was just kind of spilling out and he just simply just said to me Alethea you sound so discontent and that made me quite uh, sad because I thought to myself well I'm content I'm very grateful I'm very you know happy with with what God has blessed us with but in that moment when he made that comment to me it made me truly sit back and take stock and look objectively at how I was interpreting my situation and where the source was coming from that was making me feel the way I was feeling and also creating overwhelming pressure for my poor husband um, and also frustration for me See, female romantic idealization is not the thing that sustains a relationship. Because in that kind of realm, life is perfect because life makes you happy and life makes you smile and life makes you giggle and all of these wonderful butterfly effects and desires that we want to have. But the truth is that life isn't perfect. Life can be rough people annoy you people um, can frustrate you people also are human you are human life is flawed in many um, 
ways in in a, in in a sense that human beings are flawed and when we do life with people there are so many ups and downs it's not linear it's not straightforward and so when we have this idealistic desire in our minds and it's so strong to the point where it becomes almost overwhelming we lose the the truth that life isn't perfect and actually that is okay um that we need to have some sort of a reality check where these desires come from because they can become a part of our unconscious thoughts and desires and there is nothing wrong with desiring something and having a dialogue with the person that you're in a relationship with and then you both taking steps to make that a reality in your life but when it is very one-sided and it is coming from something that you have seen or heard without its proper context in your own life it can become very overbearing and I and, and I believe that as we desire to really grow in wisdom and to receive the knowledge that we need it's important for us to come to an understanding that there are expectations that we have that may not be met consistently or at all by our other halves or even just by life itself because ideals and fantasies ideal and fan, ideals and fantasies sorry do not necessarily reflect reality um they don't reflect reality and they can blind us you know to even acknowledge and see the beauty in the reality that we live in and so as godly women we must be prepared to adjust our expectations to the ups and downs of a very imperfect life we must be prepared to adjust and be flexible with ourselves and with others and with the lives that we desire to live if it be god's will for you to have a six bedroom house with a car and this and that and all of those other things then he will provide it but if it isn't, it doesn't take away from the fact that he is still a good and faithful God towards you. And your life is marked out for a purpose and a plan and is beautiful before him. To be successful in our relationships as godly women, we must seek to exercise wisdom and soberness, sober mindedness concerning our own heart and concerning this romantic idealization. We must learn how to shift our expectations in a very, very conscious and wise way. Holding on to unreasonable expectations only leads to disappointment. <laughs> it leads to great disappointment and discontentment. And it also leads to a skewed judgment. And we can find ourselves sometimes sulking and feeling sad and feeling miserable and because we, we we may not have a particular lifestyle that we desire or that we see others living and that we want and in the grand scheme of things when you look at all of that it actually is not very important in the grand scheme of things because what certainly will hold and cement a relationship together is not how many restaurants you visit and how many cinema outings you go on it is the reality of christ it is 
the Christ in you, in both of you, man and woman, coming together and agreeing and walking together in union. And it is as you appropriate the word of God to your life and as you submit your will to the word of God in your life, that is what sustains the relationship that you are in. And so it's really coming to a place where we can adjust our minds, adjust our mindsets and our hearts and, and, and submit it to the will of God and to his word concerning this area. And you see it so many times, especially when it comes to, you know, women planning their weddings and all of these things ladies we love these kind of lovely grand things and when you come to actually find out how much things things cost it can be quite upsetting when you think to yourself i want this really fairy tale feeling wedding but i can't afford it and then frustration sets in and then you know disappointment setting and all of these things and all it takes is for you to say okay this can't happen let me shift my perspective let me shift my attitude let me shift my mindset onto something that is more realistic in doing so you take a huge load and pressure off of yourself and off of those that are around you and 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 for me, the Lord has really been driving home in my own heart how important it is to make a distinction between my ideals, because my ideals do not define who I am. My ideals in life and my desires in life do not paint a picture of who God has called me to be. They are my preferences and my desires. And so I must appropriate them and place them in their right place so that I can be sober-minded and clear-minded about the lifestyle that God has called me to live. So I really just wanted to share this with you and I pray that some part of it encourages you. The contentment of our hearts is really important and, and contentment is not based upon what we have or what we don't have because our sufficiency ought to be in Christ. And it doesn't take away, you know, me me talking about this subject doesn't take away from the fact that if you are in a relationship that you you shouldn't seek to desire to meet your partner's love language and vice versa. What it's talking about is the source of where a lot of our ideals come from and how we can place them in the right columns so that we can be very clear about the life that God has called us to live and we can also be free rather than placing so much expectations and desires upon our lives and upon those that are around us. Philippians 2.4 exhorts and encourages us to be to have a lowliness of mind and to esteem others better than ourselves and that is in total contrast to this female romantic idealization kind of theory or um, information that we we tend to process and we tend to internalize and then try to project onto our lives. So I pray that you're blessed by this and if any of it has resonated with you in any way please do get in touch as always I'd love to continue this conversation um, and Yes, I don't like to make these podcasts too long just so that 
it can be short and snappy and concise and giving you all the information that you need so if you um, have any questions or if you want to continue this conversation just get in touch with me via the blog www.theechoesofherheart.com and we can continue the conversation there thank you so much for listening and god bless take care